Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I want to talk about religious and spiritual narcissism. So to begin, I want to make a clear distinction between spirituality and religion. Uh, This is something that oftentimes I see with my patients, and I've seen it within my own life, where people have a difficult time uh, accepting that uh, that, um, Know, God could be a good God or that a higher power is good or source, universe, you name it. And the reason this is the case is because of exploitation that has taken place within religions specifically, but in spiritual practices. And I want to make a clear distinction between spirituality and religion. Religion is not necessarily spiritual. Spirituality is not necessarily religion. Spirituality is anything that has to do with the spirit, anything that helps you get in touch with your true inner authenticity. Religion is usually a group of people who agree upon certain rules and therefore abide by those rules in the service of a higher power. Now, when it comes to narcissism, and the reason this is applicable to narcissism is because oftentimes the the religion gets exploited. It becomes a a method of control. It becomes actually a, a, a breeding ground for extreme, extreme abuse under the in, in the guise of God or religion or higher power, you name it. Uh, so the way it applies to narcissism is that a narcissistic abuser will see somebody who's religious, or, or I should say, will see religion, will see a person who wants to get closer to their source, to higher power, to their inner authenticity, and will see their vulnerability as a way of exploiting. Uh, and what they'll often do is they'll dis- disguise themselves, they'll mask themselves as a religious teacher, a spiritual teacher, a high priest, a rabbi, you name it, uh, and, and they'll actually pretend like they're giving guidance from a place of authority, spiritual and you know authority, but really in reality they are exploiting. Now, I want to make it very clear that not all religious people or rabbis or popes or, or, or preachers do this. Uh, this is very specific, and, and ultimately there are those people who do do it, and it's important to understand that this goes on uh, and also to be careful of those who are using spirituality and religion to exploit. So, like I mentioned before, somebody who wants to be spiritual will look for guidance because, you know, when we're when we're unaware of the unknown of the of the great vast universe that we live in, we want to find out more and more uh, about that in order for us to truly connect. Then what we will do is we will search for a guidance counselor. We'll teach, look for a teacher, look for a spiritual leader, uh, and in doing so, we we might run into people who don't necessarily have our best interest. This is what I'm referring to when it comes to religious and spiritual narcissism, because religion becomes very easy to use as a way of exploiting people who are in search for guidance. Usually these people are in a, in a, in a situation of, of disarray, feeling very low in life, feeling distraught, and they're looking for some guidance and a source of, of strength in their in their um in their in their negative state, and therefore, because they're feeling so low, and they they the the spiritual and religious narcissistic abusers will be able to step in and and really pretend uh, and ultimately narcissistically abuse and use their victims as a source of narcissistic supply. Now, the subtleties of this form of abuse are uh, quite insidious because all the supply that is gained from the abuser could be simply the fact that they are seen as an authority figure, which makes it very difficult to pick on up on how they are exploiting their victims. For example, just the fact that people listen to them, even if they're saying truths, the fact that they are being listened to creates a certain form of 
power and a high in, in, in abusers, in, in the narcissistic abuser, that, that works as a form of narcissistic supply. In addition, by controlling other people's lives, controlling other people's purpose, controlling other people's spirit, by telling them this is the truth, you have to agree, believe this, this is absolute truth. Uh, so you know, I want to be, I want to give a couple tips on how to avoid, uh, first of all, how to identify somebody as a, a religious or, or spiritual narcissist uh, and how to avoid this, this type of individual. Firstly, if it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't feel healthy, if it doesn't feel right, if you feel taken advantage of, or you feel bullied, or you feel like the, the abuser is telling you what to do, you want to be very careful of this because no one in the world can tell you how to serve higher power, universe, God, you name it. So you want to be very careful because somebody who's telling you this is how you need to do it, or this is how you need to be spiritual, or this religion is the only religion that works, you want to be very careful because that is a sign that he's that this individual who's perpetrating these crimes wants to box you in and ultimately control you. And in that way, religion and spirituality could be very exploitive. Again, it's not always the case. I don't want to I don't want to come across as if I'm saying, hey, listen, religion and, and God and universe and all this stuff, it needs to be thrown out. It's all hocus pocus. I think there's benefits to it which while I, would, I will discuss in a moment. Uh, but for now, let's continue to discuss the specific uh, you know, signs and uh, ways to look out for these individuals who might be exploiting spiritually. First of all, they will be in the clouds. There will be no practicality. They will just always have a story of a wondrous world, and we all need to just do this because then this. they will not talk details. They will not talk practicality. In fact, they will do their best to avoid details because ultimately, if you were to look at it for what it is, uh, it is abuse. It is often a distraction. It's a smoke in mirrors and trying to get you to distract and be all hocus pocus in the clouds so that you don't see what they're doing in practicality, which is exploiting and taking. Oftentimes, this is done to take money, to take, uh, to become famous. That's another form of supply, to get a, have a reputation. Um, oftentimes, like I mentioned, money is, is, is a way, by using religion and spirituality, you can extort money and say, hey, listen, you need to sign up for this religion. You got to pay this and this and this, and then you'll be a part of our religion. This becomes a very financially abusive, narcissistic, exploitive tactic, where, which uses, again, a very powerful and incredibly important avenue of connection, which is spirituality and, and religion, and, and which could be used as a wonderful thing, but ultimately, ultimately it exploits that. Another sign you want to look out for when it comes to spiritual and religious narcissists is, first of all, what is in it for them? And if you can see how they might be gaining from you being there. For example, if you join my religion, what is in it for, you know, for me? What is it? What am I gaining? Uh, you might be able to see that it, that them being a part of their religious, you know, group um, is actually um, gaining the big gain because they get, you know, what do, what's in it for them? Are they there for you? Are they there for, to serve you, to help you connect to your higher power? Or are they there to take from you? You want to be very cognizant of this. And if they're there, and if you sense that they're in it for themselves, you want to, you want to stay away from that because uh, this is certainly inappropriate for leadership positions, specifically in religion and spirituality. Uh, the next sign you want to look out for, for somebody who might be exploiting in this way is how extreme are they? Uh, do, is there tolerance for other people's opinions? You know, you often find this in cult-like environments where the leader is very much 
easygoing, and the second you you do certain specific things, they'll 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 rage. You know, this is the narcissistic rage. How could you betray me? You know, you didn't listen to what I believe God had in store, and therefore you are disobeying me. You want to look out for that black and white thinking that yes, no, that this is the way it is, uh, and and um and if there is that if there's that control where they absolutely cannot tolerate other people's opinions, you want to be wary that might be a exploitive tactic used by religious and spiritual narcissists. The next t- uh, t- thing you want to look out for is if you walk away, what, how do they react? So again, this is similar to the one before where their opinions uh, cannot be tolerated. They cannot tolerate other people's opinions outside of their own. But you want to take a look at it and say, well, am I, am I free? Am I actually being conned? And this is similar to narcissistic abuse where in the beginning they'll love bomb you and make you feel safe and loved and cared for, but then eventually they will not tolerate your differences and flaws and, and bully you. And ultimately if you walk away, they'll, they'll, they'll scapegoat you and, and abuse you. So you want to be careful. What is, are you able to walk away? And if not, chances are you're being exploited and, and therefore um, it is important to watch out for this and, and walk away if necessary. Religious and spiritual narcissists create extreme damage. I want to make it very clear. These are dangerous, dangerous predators that use an avenue of, of faith, of hope, of love, of oftentimes finances, of sex, of, of, of communication, of your, your, your spirit, really, and exploit that for personal gain. Uh, to me, some of the most horrific abuse that exists and the subtle nature of it, the charisma of the leader who's able to tap in to the very vulnerabilities and needs of their audience and pull them in and use them. And it could be done on a mass scale. So we want to be very careful who you're following spiritually speaking. And again, I'm not trying to make you fear leadership, understood that leadership is necessary, but ask yourself the question, are you feeling safe? Are you feeling good? Is this something that's leading you towards your higher purpose, your power, your strength? Are you becoming a better person based on this? Are you losing yourself? Are you are you in service of a human? Are you in service of another person? You know, if you're a serving a, nar- a spiritual and religious narcissist, you're not serving God. The, you're not serving a higher power. You're serving the person who's exploiting their higher power. So you want to ask yourself the question, well, does this feel like I'm serving a higher power? Narcissistic abusers in this way love to play God. They love to tell you what God said. They love to tell you what the universe thinks you should do. Ask yourself that question. Can you create a relationship with yourself and God and the higher power? This is your duty. This is your spiritual relationship. This is your religious practices. And no one in the world has the right to take that away from you and tell you it's any, any other way. They can influence you. And by all means, maybe they should influence you. People out there who understand spirituality and have a message and have influence to give, that's important. But to use this avenue for abuse and narcissistically speaking, it is absolutely horrific and absolutely damaging to the spirit, to the mind, to the psyche, and ultimately can devastate a person. So I want to I wanna hope this podcast resonated with you, and I hope you benefited from it. If you are struggling from being religiously, spiritually abused by narcissists, by psychopaths, by leaders, by preachers who have exploited you on the deepest level, I understand that type of pain. It is absolutely devastating. Uh, please do reach out. I want to help you through this journey. Recovery is absolutely possible. I've seen it in my own practice. I've seen it with myself. There is life after your hopes and dreams have been shattered by these types of individuals. Um, do not give up. There is light. Uh, there is true connection to higher power, and it does not come from without. It comes from within. So please do reach out. I want to help you through your journey to healing. 
if you do reach out, I will be happy to offer you a free 15-minute consultation to see if we're a good fit for me to help you out along your journey. I can be reached at YITZ, that's Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com, 252-696-4852 to reach me by phone. Um, I would love, love to offer you a free PDF of Dr. Rosenberg's book. Dr. Rosenberg is the founder and creator of, this, of the Mind Map system, which I use uh, alongside her in the Psychological Healing Center to help people heal their childhood wounds, their relationship wounds, and religiously, spiritually abuse, abused victims, help them along to refine the hopes in themselves and in life and in, in, in the unknown and really open themselves up to a life where they can be the master serving a higher power who loves them unconditionally and compassionately the way it should be. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this podcast resonated with you. And until next time, all the best.